Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. to another hopefully exciting episode of Projectile Lunchcast. My name is Marcel, this is episode 64, and I owe you all an apology because last week we unfortunately, due to a variety of real-life scheduling issues, had to skip recording. Uh, for those of you who checked our uh, Twitter or like the podcast page, you know that uh, we, have, we have taken appropriate measures to prevent this happening from the future. Uh, namely, what we've done is that Richard has been demoted from a temporary intern guest to the position of guest intern. Intern um, to the guests. Uh, well, you are the guests also, so you're your own. You you are your own intern essentially. Um, but that's a spoiler. So please, Richard, please shut up until you're welcomed. Oh, and sorry. With me today is special guest intern Richard. Thanks. It's great to be here. Question mark. Yes, I think from now on it's just going to go uphill. It's going to be more pleasant now. You've been sufficiently blamed for the thing last week, which is not entirely your fault, but still somebody has to take the blame. And it would be kind of weird for the host to take the blame, right? Yes, it's it's going to be... I, I like I like that. It's going to be uphill from here. Absolutely. And uh, we will, of course, in the future, um, as, as needed, um, address, change... Uh, massage your job title until it's essentially perfect. That makes sense. That sounds oddly, oddly familiar. Welcome to working in the games industry. <laughs> um, uh, in in other people in other scapegoating news, uh, Basti is not with us today, and uh, Basti won't be with us today. Uh, I guess also for the next episode, which brings me to the next unfortunate topic. Um, that for the month of November we will uh, be switching to a bi-weekly. Um, format for the projectile lunchcast and by bi-weekly since there's always people you know uh, may maybe it's just because i used to play a lot of tabletop games like which has made me really paranoid about about wording and you know like people people picking up on like wording issues or loopholes when we say bi-weekly we mean we're recording one every two weeks not twice a week right richard because yes. it can mean both things, right? You're, you're our native speaker. Guess it can. Uh, I think uh, if we were going to describe it in a politically correct fashion, I mean, you know, like bi-weekly means you're into both the even and odd weeks. But uh, but for for the purposes of the podcast, it means every other week will be a podcast for the foreseeable. Indeed. Um, which means that by the next time you hear us after this one, next gen is here. Almost. Really? So well, well, next next week, next, next gen next starts week. for your people uh, with the PlayStation and for the busty people with the Xbox, and then in two weeks, so on the nineteenth, so the next time, like the time the episode after this one is out, is actually the launch day of the PS5 in Europe and the rest of the world, because that's wow. what we what we've been relegated to. We are now rest of the world as well. Yes, we're a fourth world country. 
Exactly. So I know, Richard, you're super hyped about uh, NextGen being here. I know. You know so, me. Yeah, it's, I it's can't last wait. Week. It's the last week before next week. Uh, Xbox Series X is here with all of the new next-gen launch titles we've discussed uh, in the last yep. episode. You can't wait to replay all those new titles. I know, right. I mean, they're new games, right? So uh, I don't know how you would replay them. I guess you, you mean you just want to play them over and over again. Right, yes. That's what I meant. And not the fact that almost all of them are not new games. Well, I'm the, sure that once... The cheek of that statement. Once Busty is, is with us again um, in December or so, or, or maybe late uh, November, I'm sure he will give us first-hand impressions of what it feels like to be the owner of the Xbox Series X. You and know I'm what? Hearing his thoughts. Get Snoop Dogg on the podcast, because I'd rather hear what it's like to have that Xbox fridge. Uh, Snoop Dogg can't be trusted. Uh, sorry, like uh, sorry to say, but I don't think that is a very loyal guy. Like he, one, one, one E three. He's he's you know he's out there promoting Battlefield while smoking weed, and next time he's playing Call of Duty uh, while promoting smoking that, weed. Like, you, know, you got you got to stick. You know you got to stick to your to your shooter hose, I guess. I don't know. Uh, do you the vernacular of of his business? Do you think Snoop knew that it was a different video game? I mean, I, I don't know how much he had smoked before it. Do you think Snoop knows that he has an Xbox fridge, or do you think he just thought he was really high? <laughs> I mean, I'd probably the first time like somebody in a Microsoft meeting presented that idea, like people thought he was way high. This is why you can't you can't like prank Snoop Dogg, right? Because if Snoop Dogg came up to you and he was like, "Hey, man, my fridge is an Xbox," you'd be like, "Okay, buddy." You started no, early wait, today. Like if, if, no, no, no. If 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 Snoop came up to you and said my Xbox is a is a fridge or vice versa, I would say, uh, well, I guess you got money. Sure, why not? Sure, sure. Play. It, yeah. It's probably not the most outrageous thing a a famous and hugely successful rapper has ever done, right? Right. Prop. Probably not. I don't I mean, know who else Kanye, has an Xbox. Didn't Kanye get his wife a a holo? Graphic message from her dad. Dad. Holy fucking shit! That thing was creepy. I put that on Xbox. I'll sign up for Game Pass if I can get messages, holographic messages from Kim Kardashian's dead dad, praising Kanye. At least that's a new game. That is a new, (laughs) the new experience from Peter Molly. God, what was that Project Milo? Right. I except it's Robert Kardashian. God, just it's Peter Molyneux kneeling down in a field to tickle Robert Kardashian. That's so 2020. Before, before, before this gets any weirder, and yes, yes. it is 2020. Um, uh, you you have, however, been been playing actual an actual new game, right? I have been playing a new video game. What new game have you been playing? I have been playing Watch Dogs: Colon Legion. And this is probably the, the time where, in the interest, you know, we are, we are semi-professional people. Are we? we do this. So it's probably, you know, time for a full disclosure. Yeah. Um, as of the record, as of the time of this recording, and hopefully also as of the time of the release of this episode. Yes. Both Richard and myself uh, are drawing monthly paychecks from Ubisoft. Richard for being a professional aspiring space pirate. Mm-hmm. Me for being handsome and tweeting occasionally. Occasionally is what you call how much you tweet, though. 
occasionally. I don't tweet as much as anymore. Like I've, you... I've been drastically cutting down on the on the tweeting and instead investing more time into the being handsome. Nah, you've always said that, but it seems okay. Either way, yes, uh, that is not going to stop me from shit talking this game. Uh, so so rest easy, kids. Uh, unless you worked on it, in which case, sorry. I have to say what I really appreciate. So obviously the the uh, for, for, you know I assume most people listening to uh, as always like you know people listening to us they have no reason to listen to us except if they are you know deeply care about video gaming news at which point they're probably familiar with Watch Dogs Legion which is the third game in the Watch Dogs franchise. It is set in a um, near future is near future ish I guess I don't think there's a concrete year put on it. Near future ish. Uh, Kind of dystopian um, London. Semi semi futurist, semi dystopian. It's not cyberpunk. It's 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 more more dystopian than the futuristic, right? Yes. I guess there's a lot of drones. Yes, there's so many drones. Um, yeah, that game's all right, man. I'm having a, I'm having a pretty decent time with it. And yeah, for, I mean, you know, forgive me for saying I wasn't. I wasn't. It's my first Watch Dogs game. I, I've always wanted to play two, but never really found the time. Uh, the first one didn't really call me uh, in any specific way. But yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I'm actually pretty posy on it. Um. Yeah. I mean, for me, the it's kind of the same as with you. Like I've never yeah. played the first Watch Dogs, which was weird because obviously I have a reputation for being a glowing fanboy uh, slash a defender of Ubisoft open world games, namely, of course, the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah. And uh, back then, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, it's like Assassin's Creed in the modern day. And um, I had kind of pre-ordered it when it was still a launch title, but then it got delayed. And then uh, somehow I never you know, got around to playing it. And then I started playing Watch Dogs 2 for like an hour or so, quite liked it, and something else got in the way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like the first, uh, first Watch Dogs I've been properly playing so far. And of course, like the big, um, the big new new hook for this one is the notion of being able to recruit everybody, right? Like uh, yeah. it's a city full of um, procedurally generated people. They all have different skills, equipment, special traits, uh, a yeah. wide variety of traits. Like um, I almost recruited somebody the other day, and then I saw that like unfortunately he has the trait of being rather flatulent, which. Um, gives him away to people. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not, maybe not farts, Mickey. You know, you don't always, not every operative needs to be a stealth operative. Um, uh, I, I believe in the, in the, in the UK, they call a fart a Trump. Is that correct? I would not know. Didn't we have previously a very, very posh and, and, you know, um, cultured British coworker who insisted that he, he would say, like, he would call it performing a Trump. He said he'd done it. He'd done a Trump. But I mean that could be that could be parlance for all sorts of things nowadays. But uh, I, I I would actually like to I should I should ask him I haven't I haven't talked to Matt this week but uh, but I should totally ask him what he thinks of um of uh the Britishness in Watch Dogs Legion because so far that that there's some lines in that 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 I feel like I have been groaned at for saying those to my my british co-workers it seems like the kind of brit dialogue that i would write the amount of times that i have heard you what mate should be illegal 
It's true. I have to say, I I what I really enjoy is um, so yeah. I've been I've been playing a little bit um, you know uh, together with the lady, and uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that essentially my entire Watch Dogs crew so far, like the people that I'm trying to um, to save Britain with, or at least yes. London, it feels like it's a reunion of all the people that were rejected from starring on, I don't know, Geordie Shore or Tower. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, like, yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm super glad that the, that the term a chaff exists because it feels like chaff central. Like the, I, my first operator that I picked was, I guess like they're all, I, I don't actually, I don't know if they're, if, if everybody gets offered the same people or if it's already like procedurally generated. So the first thing I picked was a lady that I'm still not sure if it's just very, very bad makeup or if like, you know, a solarium accident. Uh, she is a babysitter that was banned from London Zoo for an unspecified reason. <laughs> uh, she dresses, again, like like Chef Central. Uh, she has an MP, though, because you know, that's, I guess, that's what Sil- you do when you're a Silenced or regular? A regular. She, uh, nothing about nothing about her or her personality is silent or or stealthy or regular. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, it's it's quite interesting. Like the, the characters uh, you meet, and uh, yeah, she does say um, uh, she does occasionally enter sentences like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." Brap. Yeah, there's and a lot of that. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like there's a lot of that. I don't know. Um. <laughs> There's there's some there's some goods and bads. I think it can be it can be nitpicked, but overall, like it, it they did what they said on the tin. You can recruit everyone, whether or not you'd you'd want to is is probably another story. Um, the the kind of bio uh, flavor text is neat. Um, for giving them a personality that I, I think you have to kind of work to get attached to to your characters a lot of times because like, um, they, they you know they they don't uh, they don't really um. You know, you can record, you can recruit everybody, so they're obviously not all going to have a, a backstory. Um, but there, there is some stuff that they do that I was pretty surprised to to make it like emergent uh, in ways that um, that were kind of impressive. Like, uh, I think um, your first time kind of recruiting somebody that doesn't want to be recruited is kind of cool. Um, where you have to like, you have to like buy an upgrade so you can like find different opportunities to recruit them than you normally like you can't because you can't go up and talk to them and be like hey join you know my my thing that you hate uh you gotta like find a way to to meet them in in a positive light and that's kind of neat um and i do also yeah, yeah, enjoy there's, it, yeah. there's a few people that are um opposed right yeah I, I, have you ever have you so far ever tried like um trying to recruit somebody with a thumbs down that that is like uh you know um uh, philosophically opposed to to yes. um, death tech yes it's, it's cool so, yeah um it, it's cool so you get like there's there's an upgrade that lets you like essentially unlock the the ability to do that and it, it's like you kick off um whereas somebody who's who is uh potentially interested in joining what you only do them kind of like the one standard favor and they're they're part of your crew like the uh, the people that don't like dead sec is like oh man his i think the one i wanted so i wanted to recruit a member of Albion, uh, the paramilitary bad guy group. Um, and in, it, they obviously didn't like me. So in order to do it, I had to like um, sabotage their work rival. Mm. It's like, this person has a rival at work, hack into their emails and fuck them up. And like, then he was into it. And then it was like, um, they did a nice touch. I don't think they had to do it, but they did a nice touch where it was like, 
this per okay now that we've you know gotten into their email this person um is like doing something with the health system and then you find like there's a little mission to find out what it is and it's like oh it's actually he's doing good guy stuff he's a secret good guy you can you could be friends with him and then there's another little mission to recruit him so it was a lot more involved which was cool but in the end you get like you get somebody that can kind of hitman style be disguised and go into so if i like see a place that is locked down to everybody but albion like i can i can like put on the uniform and go in there and uh and he's my guy for stuff like that. Um, there's also people that can super not like DeadSec. <laughs> there's like another thumbs down. I don't know if you've had a chance to mess with that, which which was the other... So this is the other thing that I found really, really neat. Um, like, uh, first of all, that work rival, like they, they do, I think they do a bit to inject, like they, they, they go out of their way to kind of inject those previous acquaintances into, like you'll meet them again, you know what I'm saying? So like twice that dude's work rival has shown up in different missions. It's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, she won't anymore because, you know, like the first time it was with my kind of like, I have a um, I have a drone expert operative who's using like a like a shock drone that just shocks people, so it's pretty non-lethal. So the second time she showed up, it was with the crazy person that has a machine gun, and she did not get to go to the hospital after that trip. She was super dead. But the 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 cool thing is like so I'm I'm doing I'm doing a mission right I see a uh, really kind of badass like uh, like like operative that is against me you know just guarding something important but uh, it has a lot of cool skills so I'm like well let's fucking recruit this person um, but unfortunately in the curse of the mission I had to knock them the fuck out to get to my objective and they went from like being possibly recruitable to downright hates deadsec you know um. So they were like grayed out. I couldn't recruit him. But what they actually did, and, and I hope this isn't this isn't spoiler too spoilery because it's not an actual mission like in game. But that uh, that person kidnapped one of my operatives, and I had to like get him back. So they they do they do cool stuff to to inject the people that you've met into like back into your story, which I which I was actually really impressed with. I, I didn't think it was going to be as deep as it was with that. Sounds good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't recruited anybody opposed to me yet. Um, so, uh, do you in general uh, try to go for a, a stealthy approach, or do you just go guns blazing? Uh, it depends on 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 like what I'm going against. Achieve. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, like if it's like, I there are buildings with a lot of um, innocent people, like malls. Like if I'm gonna infiltrate a mall, like I'm trying to go stealth. If it's like a, like a police department, you know, they they kind of do story stuff to let you know that the police are kind of like like uh, taken down a peg by this private military company. So you might not want to go around murdering them. Like they're not the people on the street. Yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah. Like so when you bring bring to like the the meth station there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Could have been that one. There, there's a there's a there's a there's a few, but um, like they're not the people on the streets beating people on the streets. You know, they're not the obvious, obvious bad guys. So I go, I go a little stealthier with them. And then if it looks like it's um, like a gang thing or like, you know, these people definitely want to want to kill you dead, then I have a few operatives that do that. But that's that's the fun part is kind of collecting them for different things, because I do I, I, I don't think that gets enough praise from what I've seen on the coverage so far is like I really, really like it when games have a bit of an edge, want to limit you a little bit. I like how the characters are like, well, OK, this person has a machine gun. Um, and that's it, you know, or this person like is a little more stealthy or like it, it lets you build a team that you feel is like, oh, okay, I'm trying to do this. That's perfect for this operative, you know, uh, and then you get like, uh, you get a whole, a whole cool crew together. 
and you are playing with with the permadeath, right? I am playing with which the permadeath. Is, which is an optional thing. Like, ha have you have you permadeathed somebody yet? I have not. It is. Oh, I, I really. Or... I'm not. Believe me. Uh, it, it is. It is a little bit um, the same kind of stuff that I would. Uh, I would bitch at um, Assassin's Creed for. Um, is is here in this? Like, I think I. I don't know if I want to try it because I've actually put enough time into it now where I'm kind of you know enjoying my flow and the way things are going uh, with with how busy I am at home. Like, maybe I'm not trying to play something super hard, but you might want to bump the difficulty up if you want to feel the pressure of the permadeath system because, like, I have straight up been caught doing shitty stealth by enemies that should have killed me, and they're like, we got you from behind, and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to run away, and, like, I was able to just stand up and sprint away from the building before they could kill me, and I was okay. Um, so maybe... I have, maybe I have so far had one of my agents arrested. Arrested is, uh, I think, a different thing. That doesn't count as permadeath, though. They can still get yeah. arrested. Yeah, so like like nobody's been arrested. Um, I I should have I should have probably died two or three times. So maybe I should have bumped the difficulty up. But um, I I do I love that they did that. I think that's super neat because again like like you get the idea. Um, they they do they do enough. I was it was one of the things I was going to be really critical of if they didn't do it. And, and like so I went in expecting negative stuff, and they they really kind of impressed me with it. Is like they do enough to make you feel like you have a varying group of operatives as you gather them, you know, cause I can start out playing permadeath. So the first thing I do is recruit because on the permadeath setting, if you run out of operatives, it's game over. Um, so like I, w I was recruiting people. It's like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you know, here's an opportunity to uh, vandalize or unvandalize something on Buckingham palace. It's like, so, okay, I'm going to recruit a palace guard just for this mission. You know, Oh, this one has uh, construction workers. I'm going to recruit a construction worker to get into this. Um, and they would start popping up on the mission dialogue. Like, if, you know, one of my operatives found something like another dude that I'd recruited had been like, oh, hey, you know, that's a crazy thing. Um, and then uh, the thing that really kind of cemented it for me was like, there is, I think you probably have already done it as well. There's an early mission where you have to steal something and then hand it off to like a, a truck that's waiting for you. Yeah, with the drone, yeah. Exactly, and that that truck was being driven by someone I had recruited, and I thought that was a really neat touch. That's cool. So yeah, there's definitely more to them than initially thought. I also really liked it in terms of just like uh, being pragmatic, or you know, like you know, um, as a reference, I guess to to real to real life. Um, as soon as as my operative got arrested, mm -hmm. um, one of the other operatives suggested that I should just uh, you know. Um, recruit a barrister so essentially a lawyer to get him out of prison yeah. faster which is like oh that's uh, i, I, I think, think that stuff i think that stuff is really neat because you can do it um and then and then some of the classes like the you want to say class yeah actually classes they're straight up classes some of the classes you unlock later are are pretty cool i think if i was going to be critical on anything it's like once you kind of have some of the specialist classes like the normal people off the streets become pretty obsolete uh, so unless you have some kind of attachment to them um, like right now I have a, a lady, what, six horrible robot bees on people. So it's like, I don't really want to use the person on the street with the pistol because I can sick bees on people. It's a dream of mine. So, <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't done that. I mean, I've seen the trailers with the bees. I haven't found the, oh, I didn't even know it was in the trailer. Yet. Oh, yeah, trailer, I think uh, one of the demos, I think that one might be for like, um, the little burrow missions where you like free the burrow. I think I think um, overall good. If I was get, if I was gonna knock two things on it, 
it would be there is a little a little touch of oblivion dialogue there where you know like one of my one of my operatives with attitude is like hey get off your fucking ass and fucking help the fucking cause you fuck and the other person's like excellent i am interested in this and it's like yeah sometimes the conversation pieces don't match up but i guess you suspend your disbelief for that and uh i guess the only other thing that i'm not a big fan of so far is I think whoever made this game likes the drones a lot more than I do. I like the the spider drones like take down like the face hugging people. Oh god, yeah, they just you zap just the shit face out of face face hug uh, zap the shit out of your face, which mm-hmm. is painful. But I fear we may be getting a little bit off track because oh, um play, no no just no, no just playing Watch Dogs has has brought a, a idea for something else we could discuss to the yeah. fertile mind of an impressionable young uh, guest intern intern no guest intern was what i said right i thought it was i thought it was intern to the guests or did oh, i make that still up you that's yeah. what you made up so oh, okay. anyways oh that that was the part where you get to take over and maybe redeem yourself for for being partly responsible for not having a show last week Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that was a handoff. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, some yeah, we were we were talking about um, some of this stuff going on in, in in Watch Dogs because the recruit everybody is kind of the the thing on the box of that game. Uh, oddly, uh, odd as it is, because I don't think it's the uh, I don't I don't think it's the most impressive thing there. I think it's cool, but I don't think it's um the the thing. But like that is. That is uh, the theme of the game is, is being able to walk down the street and kind of recruit everybody. And we were talking about like features like that where they were they were they really hyped up um, either AI or or other uh, features in games that um, that either did okay or kind of fizzled out. They weren't the thing. Um, I think it's um, I think it's Legion is a good spring point for that because like I am impressed with what it does, but uh, already. Like you can, you. I feel like as we get older, we can kind of see the see behind the curtain on these things a little easier. Um, so, yeah, uh, you you took a look into a lot of stuff. Um, for me, because that's what interns do. They ask the they ask the host to look into stuff for them. Um, and you had a, you had a couple great examples. Could you tell me some of those examples? Yes. Um. So uh, the the first thing that came to my mind when you when you spoke about this. Um, was the driver tars from Forza, um, both originally from from the Forza Motorsport series, but also I think later on from the Forza Horizon games. And essentially, this has been a a thing that Microsoft uh, hyped up um, already with the first uh, Forza Motorsport, which came out in um, 2005 on the original OG Xbox. Yeah. Um, uh, right before, yeah, like a half a year or so before the new Xbox launch with new games, which is what new games, uh, new Xbox launches have new games. Yeah. As you may know, Richard. Yes, all new games. And essentially, the idea of the driver tar is that the the game analyzes your racing performance and um, trains the AI to to follow that. Um, you know, so for example, if you are like super aggressive in your cornering over time, um, the the AI will would learn that. And right. then apply that themselves, and so you know. Then when 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 somebody plays, um, because there's there's been different iterations of it. Like sometimes it's a thing of like you know if if I'm playing now, uh, if I'm playing Forza while being connected to online in some of the games, it could be it could be that hey, there's a driver tower of Richard, and he constantly tries to crash me into things because he's very destructive. I don't know why. I'm uh, I, I rubbing is not racing. All right, I'm I'm respectful on the race course. I appreciate you. that. That's cool. 
and um or you know it could be stuff like you you could download um as as a ghost you know to drive against or so so there's been different iterations but yeah essentially the idea was um and, and it was i think it, at least initially or so it was by a course by course basis so like okay every time i I drive uh, the notch life in Nürburgring. Um, the the AI would learn. Okay, so um, the Marcel drivers are in the future. Will probably occasionally go out of bounds, you know, because he's not <laughs> the greatest driver. Uh, stuff like that. Um, so that was the idea there, um, which I, I still think you know it's kind of cool um, because of course I think racing AI has has long been. A, a sore point because um, either people felt you know it was just like perfect, or uh, of course a lot of race games like for example like in the past um, Need for Speed used a lot of rubber banding, where essentially the the game was cheating to make things more dramatic. It's like okay I'm gonna let you catch up and oh no now I'm catching up to you magically again to to keep it like a close race. So it always felt like um, driving a uh, and I think it's also worth saying that neither you nor I, I believe, are experts in racing games by any measure. I am. Okay, Richard is an expert. Very good. Yeah. Um, but you, you just, you just, you, sh- you don't want to brag about it, right? Like you're very shy about being an expert in racing games. I take it because you never talk about it to me. I, you know, I, I try to keep my professional and, and private lives separate. You know. Oh, you're, so. you're a professional driver, like like i racing stuff. Yeah, i racing. Uh, I've got to be careful. Like I hear, I hear, you know, iRacing is the kind of thing where these days, even as a professional real-life race driver, you can have a heated gamer moment and lose your job. Hot mics, man. Hot mics are a bad thing. That's My favorite you... story from that was the guy who who had who who paid somebody else for to for him to race in 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 iRacing, and then other people analyzed his driving and said like that doesn't seem like the guy. That is nuts, can, man. Can we have proof he was the one driving? They probably looked at his drive avatar. Well, they don't have drive avatars in iRacing, but essentially that is what happened. Like people looked at the driving of their car and said, like that doesn't seem like him. Like you know, it's not his his style. It was just crazy. Yeah, which yeah, kind of way, kind of way, it's the, more or less what the drive avatar does. But yeah, like as you mentioned, yeah, um, it's one of those things. So yeah, like drive avatar has been around for 15 years when the first motors Forza Motorsport came out. At the time, especially with the first one, it was talked up a lot. You know, it seemed like a next-gen feature, like, hey, you know, the game AI learns from you as a player and tries to adapt to your style. And um, but it seems like the the overall um, impact has been kind of low because you know it, it's not really a thing that a lot of games have done. You're right. Um, uh, machine learning AI or you know, like adaptive AI or something. Um, for, for I, I a variety only, of reasons. I can only think can... of two off the top of my head. Which are? Um, uh, uh, brand new, it's not out yet, but brand new Xbox uh, fighting game, Killer Instinct, has a, uh, you, 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 you program your, I think it's like a shadow player, I think is what it's called. Okay. Um, and then, like, you would, you would, you would play against, uh, against uh, uh, the AI and it, your shadow character would learn from that and then you would send your shadow character online to battle other people's online shadow characters and they would that like they would like out for a while by the way it is um this is not a new this the killer instinct is not one of the new games listed for the Xbox Series X I don't know if it's called Shadow Character. I wish I knew what it was called. Um, I think it was. I think that you know, your Shadow is something. I believe could be. Yeah. I, I, rec- I faintly recall hearing something about that now that you. Mentioned. Shadow AI. It could be. 
Um, what was the other game you had in mind? Yes, the other game. Yes, the other game that does this is um, is Neo. Uh, you, when you when you die, uh, you leave a a summonable version of yourself to fight in other people's worlds, and you can also uh, drop a co-op uh, character that that learns from how you do it. Like it, it learns from what you do in the game and does it back. Um, and that's why a lot of people get flamed online because uh, one of the things in Neo is like a magic spell that makes bad guys go slow. Um, and you shouldn't use that because it's for scrubs. So if you if you summon somebody and the first thing they do is spam that spell, you're like, oh, you're, you've used this a lot. That's pathetic. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That's pathetic. Like that is pathetic. Just like making fun of that is pathetic. Oh no, both things are both both of them are bad. But yeah, it yeah. seems like this has been for 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 a long time. Now there's always been this notion of like you know with the next generation or whatever, like AI is going to be so much different, and it hasn't really been. I mean, for a variety of reasons, like we've discussed this way back. I think like our eighth episode or something mm-hmm. like that was about game AI. So dear listener, if you haven't listened to that, just scroll all the way back until you find it. It, it was called Triple A, all about AI. Uh, for example, you know, like with Call of Duty, where they say, of course, we could make the AI smarter, but like uh, for the kind of like power fantasy we want to do in our single player, that's not what they, you know, they're not supposed to be the heroes. They're here to make the player feel like the hero, um, stuff like that. So yeah, it seems like uh, th- there's a lot of reasons why AI hasn't really changed that much, maybe. And yeah, yeah so yeah, the driver tower thing hasn't really caught on uh, in in some other games. Um, yeah, like did you just want to talk about like uh, AI stuff or also about some other? Oh, I like I like all the I like all the stuff. Any time that there's like a big game feature that is that is hyped on the tin, I always want to see like how um when it gets when it's when it's like hyped enough to get like its own fancy name. Exactly. Like exactly. Transpiring. Exactly. Transpiring. Have you ever considered that maybe Hideo Kojima should be in prison for stuff like transpiring? I don't even know what tra- what's transferring again. Like transferring. Transferring was essentially having cross save between the Vita and PS3. Well, you think about it, it's transferring, but it, you could be far away, so it's transferring. Exactly, it's terrible, and he should be in prison. That's that's my entire argument right there. Uh, yeah, but he was We're the first person. We're not going to talk about this. That's bullshit. He was the first person to implement cross save. So. I'm not uh, sure he was. It's true. Godfather or cross save. Tell, what 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 else have you have you got here? Because there's some cool stuff. How about Snap Map? Snap Map, yeah, Snap Map. So, uh, uh, you know, um, I have a I have a really thoughtful and scientific approach to doing research for our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I go on Discord and or Twitter and ask people, hey, do you have some examples for this? Because you know, I, I I can't do research. Where do you ask uh, this? Well, as I mentioned, like either in the Discord or sometimes on Twitter. You know, depending on our on, Discord. On not not an R Discord, no. Yeah, that so makes then, sense. That if, if I asked an R Discord, you would see it, and then you would suddenly realize, wait, Marcel didn't do all this research by himself. A different Discord. Is it is it a you themed Discord, or are you a member of another Discord? I'm a member of a Discord. It's not a Marcel Discord. It's a it's a other Discord I'm part of. And there's a several different listen- Discord. But there's several listeners like like your your friend Steve. Love Steve. That you, that He's definitely originally- real. Yes, Steve is definitely real. Yes. Come on, man. Like you don't have to make these people up to make me feel better. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve is real. Uh, Steve, maybe he shouldn't be real because he enjoys uh, collecting um, Funko Pops, which is a crime. 
I have opinion. a I have a Funko Pop. It was a gift. It's lovely from me. I oh shit! I have two Funko Pops. They were both gifts. I gave you a Commander Zavala, did I not? You did, and another. They say uh, something, Zavala. <laughs> Guardian, it's time to watch your desk. It probably is, yeah. And that's what he um, does. He watches my desk. So yes, but we got off track. Thanks, Steve, for yeah, for nice, nothing Steve. for Funko popping. Good job, Steve. Um, so yeah, like this one, the Snap Map. When I when I asked, you know, for for examples of stuff like that, Snap Map was brought up by Evelyn from from Set Discord. So thank you, Evelyn, for that. Thanks, Evelyn. And um, so Snap Map, the idea was here that it was a easy to use by you know everyday plebs like yourself or me. Um, yeah. Map creation UGC tool for Doom 2016. So rather than you know, like traditionally, of course, every shooter since big enough time had a a separate, very complicated to use, a very professional level editor to build new maps. Mm-hmm. And here the idea was, you know, that you just snap together a map, snap map, snap map, snap map. Next, hey, let's not drag bug snacks into this. Um, uh, from you know, so they, essentially they have like pre-built uh, fabs. Um, in, in some some different tile sets, like here's a tile Pre-built set. Pre-built what? The UAC, like prefab. Yeah. Okay. You have to say prefab. You have to say that together. You can't say pre-built fab because that that could come out. That's Would it be? I, not a P. Yeah. I don't think that went the way you wanted it to. It's, that's why you go always prefab. I've made a ruling here. Okay. So you have some pre-built prefabs. That you can snap together to create a new map, and then yep. inside the pre-built prefabs, the prefabricated prefabs, exactly. Yes, you can yeah. uh, you can place stuff like AI items and also assign like some some AI routines, I believe, to to you know the the AI entities in there, and that way create um yeah new maps for people to play, so single player maps, and then inside the game uh, people can download uh, all the all the maps that that Richard has has created to play them. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, the, the idea, of course, is a cool one. And it actually it reminded me of something that maybe not a lot of people are aware of these days. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you may know, um, in the in the before now, in the olden days, Bethesda once published a semi-good video game called Rogue Warrior. About the yeah. exploits of, what's this guy's name? Richard Dick Marchinko? Is this the Mickey Rock game? Uh, yes, but it's based on a real-life seal hardline gun nut person oh i bet he if that that's based on a person i bet he's a real fucking winner my god <laughs> yes but yeah so like originally before like the the final version of the game that came out was made by rebellion there was a previous version that was i think a little bit more tactical you know more like more delta force than just run and gun by zombie studios and for their multiplayer they had an idea of you know, essentially saying, okay, in multiplayer, both teams, they pick their home turf. So, like, if, if, if the two of us played against each other, um, I would pick my home third of the map. So, like, from a bunch of prefabricated prefabs, mm-hmm. I could say, okay, I want whatever. I want the desert. And then yeah. you say, I want ice. And then the game would, in the middle, procedurally generate a, a middle third to, to align our two home fields. So that is something that, because it was a bit cool. game, that came to my mind when it never should fu- that, 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 that sounds that like a really cool idea. It never came out. But uh, the idea was cool, yeah, definitely. Um, 
and that that was uh, what what I thought of when again like Evelyn mentioned uh, Snap Map. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean Snap Map was not the first such thing. Um, there's been other games in the past. Fucking that a tried right. To have um uh, some some simplified. Uh, that should actually bothered me when they were talking about fucking Snap Map. Like they were like introducing Snap Map. It's like y'all didn't fucking introduce anything. It's fucking Time Splitters two level editor. What the fuck? But if you but was that was the was the Time Splitters two level editor called Snap Map? Should have been. It was probably called so like Monkey Monkey Fishbowl or some weird. By shit. By being the first game to have Snap Map, they introduced Snap Map, correct? So you're saying that I just need to name some of these AI features and I'll be the inventor of them? Well, if at least you can then be the person to say, "Hey, I introduced this thing." I got a revolutionary new feature. It's called it's called useless fucking musical sequence. Um, you just have an amazing game and you interject a useless fucking pace-breaking musical sequence into the middle of it. So, Remedy, just put the check in the mail. I'll, I'll be getting paid for that. Well, you need to put a snappy name on it, like Snap Map. Uh, music fuck. That's not a good name. What? It's not a good name. Both this Remedy why, and Joseph no Gordon-Levitt get marketing. the check in the mail. This is why you no longer work in marketing. <laughs> so yeah, um, as you mentioned, as you correctly pointed out, the idea of SnapMap, of course, has been around. I mean, there's you know stuff like Mario Maker, which is kind of like the same idea, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like for a shooter, for a shooter, the I, I can't think of an earlier one than Time Splitters. Personally, I'm sure there I is one. Not probably either. like fucking Turok like or of, some shit. There was, uh, I think, like one of the. F- Far Cry console games like Far Cry Predator Instincts or something had something like that as well, I believe. It might have. I, I think it. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Like you could still do. Um, I, I think it just had. Uh, well, like even Far Cry. It was like a mix, right? Mode, right. But that was yeah. that was after Doom. Well, they, they, I mean, they had like a mix of like the stuff. I remember because I had Instincts Predator because I didn't have a computer when I was a kid. But like, that's what I always thought Far Cry was because you know that's how games are weird. But like. I remember that. Um, when you were a kid, that game came out when you were like 23 or something. Yeah, I was a kid. Back in the day. Look, man, we're all getting fucking old, okay? Can we just like, can we just pretend? All right, that we're not that fucking old. Um, I think it had both. I think you could do like the terrain and yourself, but it came with like, you could snap entire compounds onto the map. Snap map. But nobody's doing snap map anymore. Didn't they get ridiculed a bunch for snap map? I'm not sure if they get ridiculed, but I mean, you're ridiculing them right now, so I guess they are getting ridiculed to this yeah, day. Yeah, that's why, and you way. noticed that they, they did not do Snap Map again. So, um, But yeah, I guess it, it didn't catch on enough for them to, to bother doing it again, right? Right, right. Well, I mean, neither did their multiplayer, did it? I'm interested to see, is anybody playing Doom Eternal multiplayer? Uh, I haven't played Doom Eternal. Have you oh, finished... they, had that weird, they had that weird battle mode, right? Have you finished like, your battle pass? I have not. What the fuck, man? I Sorry, there's just two games I'm battle passing currently. What are your two battle pass games real quick? Uh, Destiny 2 and Valorant. Disgusting. And Destiny oh. 2, I think I'm I'm at like level 145 or something. Out, out of 100. I thought there was, yeah, I was about to say, I thought there was only like 40 levels. Yeah, you can. Yeah, like I, I got all the rewards. You can just keep leveling. Um, and in, in Valorant, I think I'm level 26 out of 50. So trying my best still. But Save I got one me. more. Yeah, I got one more for you. Yeah. And um, this one, of course, um, is probably 
well, I guess like you know, thematically the closest thing to to Watch Dogs. Yeah, it's the Nemesis system from uh, from the Lo- uh, Lord of the Rings action games, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor and Middle Earth: Shadow of War. Uh, this one has also been mentioned in the Discord by Monsieur Mew, who is French and has he... an adorable cat called Morgana. He is a Pokemon. Due to some weird dumbass game. I will not be tricked. No, no, I don't know I, anything I, I thought, about Pokemon. I thought, you, but that's I thought you would be delighted that somebody calls and names their pet after Persona. Well, it's not a pet, is it? I mean, he shouldn't treat that cat like. I mean, Morgana has feelings and talks, so like, don't. If you if you don't treat that cat well, it will never turn into a car that you can drive around the underworld. So. What? What the fuck? What? I had no idea about any of this. I'm gonna get you to play Persona one of these one of these days. It's well, it's part of the game. it's part of the whatever it's called collection that I can play on my PS5. There you go. Or the is it the royal or the regular? It's the regular. Whatever, that's fine. Who cares? I didn't, I didn't even play the royal. Fuck that. Stop making me buy a game twice. There you go. Tell me about the minute Nemesis system. Yes, the Nemesis system was an extremely hyped, and I think maybe you know for once rightfully so because it did really feel so. Uh, I think it was one of the earlier next-gen games uh, for, mm-hmm. I guess, current-gen, but at the time it felt like next-gen when it was announced. So games for the PS4 and Xbox One generation, and essentially the ideas with the Nemesis system that like so the game is set in in Mordor in, in Middle Earth. You play Italian, who is an undead ranger ghost. You play as an Italian. Did you play as an Italian? Yes. Your name it's is a me. I made the ring. Uh, it's a me, Calibrimbor. Um, Oddly fits. Well, it's it's just you know like it's it's just in the pronunciation. Yeah. Um, no, you play as Talion. Ah. A a a ranger and who 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 dies and then is possessed by the uh, by the ghost of Calibrimbor, who is the creator of the One Ring. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like these games, kind of played loose, fast and loose with the with the established lore of really? the Lord of the Rings. The they, giant spider girl wasn't always a hot goth girl. No, the giant spider wasn't always a hot uh, goth girl, and uh, also uh, it, it did something controversial in the second game with the identity of one of the uh, one of the ring wraiths. That's uh, not not all fans it, of the of it, the lore liked. Did it turn out to be Aiden Pierce? It was not Aiden Pierce. It was spoiler. Um, they said that Isildur was one of the uh, Ringwraith. Ringwraiths. Who the fuck is uh, Isildur? It's uh, Aragorn's pretty uh, like ancestor, like the guy who made the sword, Narsil, that Aragorn then has to reforge. Fucking what? I don't am know, I man. Wrong, that, that, or that, are that... you just uneducated? I don't. Lord. Lord of the Rings, you know, yeah, I watch the movies like everyone else on the planet, but the rest of that stuff just doesn't does not do it for me. But uh, but the Shadow of Mordor games are fucking cool. I, sh- I I haven't played War. I should play War. I like the Nemesis system a lot. I'm trying to figure out if I got it wrong. I thought it was a sealed or I don't know. Like it, it was. Anyways, it was a. What was it? Was it? That... Was it? Yeah, a controversial character with ties that are never mentioned in any of the main uh, any of the main works. Exactly. So it was pretty pointless. much like, hey, look, this guy's a ring wraith on it was like easy though. It's kind of like finding out like like that that a stormtrooper that Luke shot was like his se- secret brother in a different thing, and it's like, well, who fucking cares? He never mentions it. Oh, that was actually James Bond. 
could be James Bond Jr. Even I like the Nemesis system. I'm a I'm a I'm a fanboy of the Nemesis system. Yes, the Nemesis system is very cool. It has essentially like so. It's called the Nemesis system. It has a a range of different systems to it. So one thing is that there is a slate of of special named Urukai that are generated by the system. So each one of them gets a separate, a unique name. It gets a title like. Uh, uh, Richard the, the Untimely, the for example, if you were yeah. somebody who always shows up late, for example. Yes. Um, uh, then, not, of course, like the visuals example. are generated, you know, from from a set of like different items and faces and scars and whatever and items. Um, but really, I think the most impressive thing about it was like the social dynamic. So like there's at the top of the food chain, there are several war chiefs. Below them are the captains, but a captain can also be, for example, the bodyguard to a to a war chief, so that he walks around with him. And below that are the grunts. And uh, so uh, in the first game, it, it was like a, a little bit more simplified. Still later, it got even more complex. But the idea was okay. So if you, as a player, for example, you kill a captain out of you know the the, the nemesis system, then uh, the grunts below him will will try to struggle to fill that void. Like one of them wants to become the next captain. Once he does that, then of course there's one more grunt role, so a new grunt is, is generated to fill up that slot. Mm-hmm. And um, in the second game, then like it got more complex that like they could also um, they have rivalries. So like different captains. No, that was in the first fight one against. Was that already? Yes, because okay, I haven't played the second. Later so I, <laughs> no, they they did because because you could do the cool thing of like um, you'd. Uh, You'd brain like what's he do? Like you, you pretty much turn him into like your little their little Orakai slave, right? So like, you would um, you would brand one of them, and then like you just make sure that he rises in the ranks. You could totally do that. Yeah, um, it is. Which I did. That's the kind of shit. Yeah, that's the kind of shit. It is super sad. I think that's actually a story mission. Um. In the first game is like. Can't recall it's been so long to be honest. Sorry. Yeah, I, I should actually. I haven't even fucking finished that game to be honest. Like I got to like the second part. I think I'm like two thirds of the way through that game. I should just finish it because I really enjoyed it. Um, but as 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 it happens, you know, something comes out, and then you, you don't uh, you don't finish it. But like yeah, I think I think one of the story things is like, basically you brand a a Urukai when he's like really low in the ranks, and then you like follow him through all of his rivalries like. Like making sure that he wins them until he's very, very powerful. Then he helps you turn yeah, on actually, his. Yeah, yeah, his I boss. think yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. That that shit was really, really fucking cool. Like the idea that you could like walk into a giant battle where the guy you're after is just like, I'm gonna fuck you up with all my friends, and then you just snap your fingers and it's like, just kidding, they're all my soldiers. Like that shit is really neat. Um, I think it was in the second, but one of the one of the like more impressive videos. Do you ever see this one? It's it's actually a little cruel where the guy just keeps. Like, he doesn't kill the bad guy. He just keeps fucking, like, there was a thing where you'd, like, you'd, like, make them, you wouldn't, you wouldn't enslave them, but you'd make them really scared and they'd run away and that would cause them to lose levels. Do you see that one where the guy takes, like, the really high level one and just gets him down to zero? Is that mopping, essentially? It's really fucking weird. And and I think the game handled it really great because, like, in the beginning, he is talking, like, mad shit. He's like, I'm going to. I'm gonna rip your fucking face off and wear it, and then like he just keeps getting fucked up. And like in the last thing where he's like level zero, he doesn't talk anymore. Like he just shows up and he's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's super you know, I fu- think yeah. like you showed that video to me. It's yeah, so that shit was fascinating. It's super fucking cruel, I guess. Like if you have the time to do it, but like the fact that you can you can really set up these emergent stories, like that's the thing that was so impressive with Legion, and I think it's the thing that's so impressive with uh, 
with the nemesis system is like you see these recurring characters it's like it's like nudging the kind of emergent gameplay that um that like a gta or something has where it's like i had this crazy thing happen to me and like games nowadays are kind of about trying to um make those happen a little less organically which i always find very interesting uh because you know it, it is this the, the the people in the nemesis system like have lines depending on how if they you know survived the last fight with you or killed you even they'll have they'll say they'll talk about that you know like uh, like Hades I have style. To say like that was my 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 biggest gripe um with that system is I mean again like it, it's super impressive like there's yeah. a lot of really cool moments that happen through it throughout it but um I think it was especially in the second game like it got worse for me where like it happened several times that I I very visibly cut somebody's head off like that head flew like three oh yeah so yeah that's... then he's like ha survived I'm like no you didn't it's like no you didn't like I would get it if you stabbed him but right? like yeah if you if you it took a dude's head then he did not survive funky so yeah um it, it, yeah i mean obviously i think like uh, you know would, would any such system be it be it nemesis or legion or whatever like uh, if if you are insistent on trying to find like uh the loopholes or whatever um or like you know to see where where you can make the system yeah, break so i think you're always yeah. going to find that there's always going to be limitations of course yeah. but uh i still find find stuff like that hugely success uh, hugely impressive and um yeah with the, with the nemesis system it's kind of the same like um impact wise uh it's gotten of course a ton of praise from game developers such as yourself to um gamers press the media everybody loves it everybody said like you know this is a could be a glimpse really at the future of gaming as stuff becomes more emergent you know as games tell less linear stories and stuff that just happens due to the actions of the players yeah. but at the same time it's not really something that a lot of games have been implemented right, right. because obviously it's a huge effort there's such so many variables and dependencies uh, i mean one one thing that kind of tried something or like the closest thing i could think of right now is assassin's creed odyssey with the mercenaries mm-hmm. But like that essentially is just the idea of like okay there's always like a, a set of mercenaries roaming the world and um these are procedurally generated from you know like all the different character models in the game like different strengths and weaknesses and weapon preferences and stuff like that but um like there's not not the social interaction like essentially the mercenaries they they roam the world if you commit a crime or something they will become aware of there's a bounty on your head then they will travel to your no- last known location try to find you and then try to follow you around like sometimes they will follow you all across greece like taking to their own ships and whatever but like, there's no interaction between them, so it's not would be not a case of like, okay, mercenary number three um, is is really one takes mercenary number one, slot, right? You know, stuff like that. So yeah. um, it it didn't really have like the the social component, which I think was really like the the crazy impressive aspect. Also, I mean, I think that's the thing is that like, you could like watch yeah. the Uruks try to backstab and fuck each other up, essentially. Right. It, it, it would just be a lot to lift. I mean, it's such a core Absolutely. of that game, you know. Um, that is that is really like it's what that game is built on. Um, and I think so the, it wasn't like the the, the the last gen version of like the first game was a cross gen game. I mean, it was oh, like yeah. graphically and performance wise, it was atrocious. Like I think Digital Foundry said it was one of the worst running games they've ever mm-hmm. done. But I think like also uh, like the Nemesis system was really, I think was it was really impaired. Like I think like they, they cut. Like, I thought they cut like a lot of the a lot of the factors and things. I think it was there, but like very bare bones and cut back or something like that. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i i think it was um 
it might have just been like a ladder of of baggage like that that you know because we as as a group of people that think we're thinking about talking about cross gen games, that would definitely be something that has to come up then because like that is one of the ones that got really really stomped on for absolutely they didn't know. even send out review copies for that version understandably. They, like they tried to keep it really on the down low. Yeah, well, as you do. I mean, it's not it's not great to do that thing. Like they probably should have. Probably should have thought about that. I mean, I know, I know, teams run into this shit all the time. It's like, it's like, there's that, that that weird line where like dev gets shifty, and it's always around shit like that. So you, we should definitely uh, talk about that in an upcoming episode for sure. I think. Well, we shall do that. But oh, I yeah. guess until then, we will we will try to keep liberating London. I'm definitely gonna finish that game. Um, it, See if it, I can find some more uh, talk show rejects for my for my cause. What, you had a talk show reject? <laughs> oh no, I thought like just like the people. That was a general description again of my, of my uh, Gordy Shore cast. Like these people are just. Yeah. You you go for the chavs. I I end up going for the uh, beatboxing homeless people with grenade launchers. That's a like I feel like a really unappreciated uh, you know, population. People sleep on group. yeah. People sleep on that. But uh, should be should have more representation. Definitely. So yeah, um, it's it's. I think it's really interesting. Like some, and maybe that's something that, you know we can we could do like a, a second part of in the future to occasionally look back at the stuff that was really hyped at the time, like the Nemesis system, and realize like, hey, that stuff is really great, and also not something that really any other game has has tried to copy as much. Um, so you know, maybe yeah, there, I... there's more stuff like that in there. That's out there somewhere. I definitely want to see what's going on with uh, with some of the stuff that all, all 57 of the hyped uh, features that Cyberpunk has. So maybe that might be a good time to take a look at because uh, we we do have you do have a couple more um, interesting examples in here. But yeah, I'd really I'd really like to take the time to break them down and and talk to them. We haven't even uh, we haven't even touched on Radiant AI. I feel like uh, you know, like Todd's genius cannot be contained by being part of an episode. I think like you have to do an episode that's just about Todd. We might, I, I might could do an episode about Radiant AI to be honest. Challenge accepted, Marcel. I'll get the Todd interns Fest, on Todd it. Fest 2021. Todd Fest 2021 coming to a Todd near you. As, as part of of Todd Pass. Xbox Todd Pass. No, I just I just had to think. Unfortunately, of that very unfortunate subreddit you and Busty made me aware of, I'll try to forget it again. Uh, you get Xbox Todd Pass. They just mail you a copy of Brink once a month. I again, I like Brink. I, Fuck I you. It was there's, great. There's the answer to that. Thanks I see. For... Like Brink is one of those games. Where I don't like. It, it seems like to be a meme for people to hate it, but like nobody was really able to tell me why they would hate it. Uh, it was on. Like what? Why were all the levels on like water platforms? Because that was the story. Was it now? Yes, you were just playing on the arc. It sounds like you're on the brink of desperation here. Okay, Richard. If people are tired of your bullshit, where can they tell you? <laughs> where can they that tell they me that they're tired of, of my bullshit? Yes, exactly. Uh, not not on. Listen, not on Twitter. Right. No Twitter? Like, did you stop using Twitter? I mean, I have a Twitter handle, but nobody can ever remember it. So I just want you to—I want you to 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 write write on the official Twitter. I want you to write I a message to cast? me. 
at lunchcast. Please write me there. Uh, just for me. Just say this is just for Richard, and I'll check it. But, you, you hear that, Steve? Like this is your chance to prove to him that you are in fact a real person. Disagree. With, with real Funko Pops? Um, nobody. Come on, man. It doesn't sound real. He's a guy named Steve that collects Funko Pops. Is he a Watch Dogs Legion character? Uh, no, but he's 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 big on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you know don't because I I saw I saw someone um show concern that they were unaware of my Twitter handle and uh, I didn't want to get any confusion. So since nobody can seem to remember it, just write me at weirdly enough. Weirdly enough, it used to be so simple and you know memorable. You know, I yeah, feel you can, yeah, you marginalized. Can, you can tweet to Richard at Plunchcast, P Lunchcast, Plunchcast. Plunge you can cast. write an email to Richard at projectorlunchcast at gmail dot com. Jan. You can tweet to me at com underscore raven. And you can, you can tell, that? I guess you can you can look up Basti on Twitter and tell him to maybe come back if he feels like it someday. I think his name is Basti on Twitter. Basti on Twitter. T H U Twitter. Exactly. So yeah, um, as mentioned, unfortunately, we will be skipping next week um, because Richard will be busy playing all the new games on the Xbox did, Series X for launch. Did your voice crack or were you going to cry right there because you were like, skip it? No, no, I, I'm just, um, no. All right. I, I was just I was just proxy excited for you because I know you're excited for the launch of the Xbox Series X in Germany. So stoked. And then we, yeah, we'll be back on the 19th alongside the PS5 and um, see what we're going to discuss then. Maybe yeah. there's going to be some gaming news until then. Maybe there's going to be a bit of gaming news until then. So yeah, then I would say uh, stay safe, stay healthy, stay yeah. tweeting, Richard. It's very um, important. Yeah, tweet me. And we look forward to being listened to by you in two weeks hey. on the hey, 19th. Hey, yes, hey, yeah, Richard. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, what's up? Listen, be honest. Do okay, you think, always. Do you think Snoop Dogg is a radiant AI? <laughs> My my character sheet says smoke weed every day. At 2 p.m. We be old school. Yeah, old school. We be old school. Yeah, old school. Got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked at her door, she said, What you wait for? I heard you was looking for a king. Been climbing up here.